Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Podcasters love podcasters, and not only do podcasters love podcasters, but podcasters love podcasters who refer us to other podcasters. And today, this is actually like probably a third level referral for me. I had the opportunity to be on Bill's show. Bill Bloom is our guest today, everybody. He's a financial advisor. He's an expert in financial literacy. He's got an amazing, amazing show called Retire As You Desire, which you all need to subscribe to immediately to really, truly see what a podcast can be. But the fun part about it was, is I was on somebody else's show and that person said, hey, you need to be on this show. And then that person said, hey, I got this guy named Bill and he runs this really great show you should be on the show. And he was such a good interviewer. And he's been using his podcast in a lot of other things to increase financial literacy, which is our focus today. So Bill, welcome to the show, my friend. It's so much fun to be on the show. I mean, I've been doing so many interviews over the past two months since I started the podcast. So it's nice to be on this side of the microphone again, to be interviewed. It's been a long time. I was just talking to a lady earlier today, Bill, and and she's like, how often are you on other people's podcasts? And I said, you know, it's really weird. For almost three years, I didn't do it at all, right? It was just like, I'm going to get my, I'm going to hone my craft, so on and so forth. And then being on the other side of the mic, when, when you're not in control, it's a little spooky. Oh my gosh. It's, it's fun because I was on about, I'd say 60 plus podcasts for about three or four months straight. So I was just doing a ton of interviews. And then I thought to myself, it's time to do my own show. And I'm on the other side of the mic. So it's been interesting. You just have to take time and, you know, figure out your craft, figure out your message and just be yourself. Well, so, and you're so good at that, Bill. And I think every show that I have, like I've seen clips of you being on other people's shows, I've obviously, you know, listened to your podcast specifically. How and when did you have that epiphany in your life that in order for you to really move yourself to the next level, whatever that level is in levels, plural, because you're continuously growing, when did you give yourself that permission to say, you know what, I'm freaking Bill Bloom here and I'm gonna be me and this is how I'm gonna position myself in the marketplace. This is a really personal story. It's actually when my mom passed away this year and that was January 2nd of 2021. You know, I grew up in a household where my parents had no clue what to do with the dollar. I mean, my parents were fantastic, loving parents. My brother and I grew up in a great household, but there was always money issues. And that's why I got started in the industry to try and figure out How can money work not only for me, but for other people? And that's where education comes into play. When she passed away, it really gave me the sense of freedom to speak openly because I never wanted to say anything that would hurt her feelings. My dad doesn't care about this stuff, but also being on all of the other podcasts, it allowed me to figure out my voice and how to craft my message and figure out who do I want to be a hero to? And it just takes time and you have to keep practicing what you're saying, because nothing comes out perfectly the first time. I truly think you just need to act and 
really understand who you want to be a hero to, because that makes things a lot easier for you. You'd probably not be surprised how often we hear on these shows how important practice is. And you didn't like you didn't practice in a vacuum. You cast yourself out in the universe and were like, hey, I'm going to practice in front of everybody. That was a pretty ballsy move, dude. Well, I'm an eight quick start for the Colby folks out there. I'm a five, five, eight, two. But the only time that you're going to get clarity in your life is when you act. Mm-hmm. It's the only time you're going to get clarity. We have thoughts rattling around in our noggins all day long, every single day for the rest of our lives. And I've learned a long time ago that in order for me to be successful, I have to act on things. And you know, Matt, the same thing is true for when I started my podcast. I decided in May of 2021 that I'm gonna start the show just like that. We're recording in August now and I have over 60 shows recorded through next year already. I'm really grateful that you are on my show, one of the first guests and it's out, it's live now, but. My interviewing process has changed dramatically just in the past couple months because I've just gotten better at it. Practice, practice, practice. You have been a financial advisor for how long? I started in 2008 of all years, right out of college. God, dude, you started in 08? That's horrible. It was actually a blessing. It was truly a blessing because (laughs) I went out, I had no money. Um, I had $54,000 of student loan debt. And I went out and spent my first couple paychecks when I made a little bit of money to get really nice suits. I looked probably 18 when I was 22, 23, starting in the business. And I took the time to make myself presentable. I washed my car when I went to clients' houses. I always had my suits pressed, my shoes shine, the little things that people look for. In 2008, going into 09, people just wanted someone to talk to because most people's heads were in the sand. Unfortunately, just gave me an opportunity. So I took advantage of that to really help other people. The, the advi- I remember working for the first consulting company I worked for. And in my job for about three months, Bill, was to convince the advisors to get out from underneath their desk. Because you're right, nobody, they didn't want to talk. I mean, the advisors were terrified to talk to their clients because they, most of it was because they positioned themselves incorrectly in the marketplace and said that they could control things that they couldn't. But yeah, you got in. I mean, wow. Talk about jumping in with both feet in the middle of a a forest fire and being able to learn. God, you must have learned so much right out of the gate there with what people are really concerned about and how do you manage those relationships? Talk, talk about that a little bit, will you? Well, the relationships are interesting because I still work with some of my old clients um, from Prudential. That's where I started my career at. It kind of made me look like an insurance agent and I wasn't. That in and of itself was a hurdle to get over, especially because when you first started, we did the star 50 where you invite 50 people to a restaurant and do a presentation and hope that you get business from them. And you call your friend's parents and you call your aunts and uncles and all that stuff. You're spending thousands of dollars on this meal. And over time, these relationships have really grown. But a lot of my aunts and uncles were like, I'm not giving you my money. Like, are you crazy? You're a kid. Are you going to be doing this in five years, 10 years? So I've really just taken the time to understand how planning works and really try and utilize technology 
to figure out how can I help someone from a mathematical standpoint to give evidence, a, a body of evidence proof that what we're doing could help you. And that's helped me grow my relationships because I like listening. I really like asking questions. And that's why transitioning to a podcast was kind of natural for me. It was just sort of like a natural progression and being on other people's shows have been incredible as well, but it just takes time to understand the right questions to ask people to get that information to help them. And I, I still feel like I'm learning that and trying to make that better every single day. It's all about continuous improvement, man. And, and that's those of us who ascribe or subscribe to that life philosophy, I think are the people who one are happier because we know our glass isn't full, right? We know that the glass is mostly empty on the grand scheme of things. I don't know anything about anything. And the opportunity to learn every day from wonderful people like you is, is personally why I get up in the morning. Now, so the star 50 is where you started with Prudential. What are you doing now? Because I want everybody to know that Bill, Bill is going to come across and he is a very humble person, but he's also really successful. So how have you, what are the things that you've been doing from a marketing perspective to help your, your whole motivation is financial literacy? What have you been doing to get that message out there and to be able to help as many people as you can? Yeah. And I'm happy to share my whole entire playbook with people. I think that's really important because I learned from other advisors who are successful when I was 23 and 24. And these guys and the ladies who have been in the business for 30, 40 years, that's who I flocked to. I went to lunch with them. Like, help me, help me. What, do, what would you all do during these scenarios? So for the folks listening to this, Number one, I figured out who I wanted to be a hero to, and that's a strategic coach thing. Um, that's what they teach us. So I am a sailboat racer. I love being out on the water here in Chicago. I wrote a book. There was Dean Jackson, who's a brilliant gentleman, had this company called 90 Minute Books. So I created a little book. It's like 25 pages when I was like eight hours in an airport coming back from my friend's party, his bachelor party. And I thought to myself, might as well make this time useful. So I did my outline. I did a 25 page mini book to give out to the boating community here in Chicago. And that was a big hit because then I started to get asked to speak at different events and different boating clubs. And it's like a business card almost. Did people read it? I don't know, but you had this body of evidence showing people that, okay, this person spent the time to write a book. It's called the Yachter's Guide to Early Retirement. And then that naturally progressed to a session that my uncle and I had. Basically what I did, Matt, is I took the guts of that book and had it reformatted to a general audience. And my uncle and I were spitballing back and forth. He's brilliant, by the way. And he goes, retires you desire. I'm like, whoa, stop. <laughs> Stop. He goes, what? I go, that's it. So he came up with that phrase, retire as you desire. And we were just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Because it just puts a smile on your face. And that's what my goal is, is to keep people happy. That translated into the retire as you desire, like retirement guide to a happy and healthy retirement. And that was a game changer for me because that's when I figured out I should trademark this. So I got that done. I did it myself. It got approved. Hindsight, I should have had someone else do it, but got <laughs> approved. So that was pretty epic for me. So that's where my business started to get some intellectual property. It was pretty cool. On top of that, that led to speaking engagements. And then 
During the pandemic, I wrote two other books. It's called Money Habits for Success and the Your Money Journal. And the reason why I wrote this is because as soon as the pandemic started last year, I thought to myself, it's time to write something that could help a high school student all the way up to a baby boomer, like simple English so that people can understand how money could work for them. Because going back to my childhood, I had no clue how to do that. My parents didn't know how to do that. So I wanted to create something to help other people. When those books came out, I hired Justin Breen, who is a mutual friend of ours. He has an international PR company, and that's how I was able to go on all these podcasts. And I've been on the Fox News Chicago multiple times because on all these shows and the Dan Sullivan podcast, like this podcast, this happened organically, but it's because of that. Those things were really stepping stones throughout my career from a publicity standpoint. And that's just part of it. Sure. Well, and you've reinvested in yourself too. How that is a permission that you gave yourself, Bill, early on in your career. You said that early when you were working at Pru that you were always looking for people to to learn from. Where did that come from? Where did that desire to always kind of hitch your wagon to somebody that you could learn from? Where did that come from? Well, I realized I didn't know anything at the time. And that's why it's just the truth. I was young. When you take your securities exams, I mean, it's general. It's just to make sure that you could pass a test. I mean, it's similar to getting your CPA or becoming a lawyer. You could pass a test and that's great. But what does that actually mean? How do you apply things? And they don't teach you that. And I had a great, great mentor at Prudential. His name's Jim Cooperis. He was my manager in training at the office. And he really sat us down. And there was only a couple of us in the office because 95, 96% of the people didn't make it past five years in their system. You know, Coop was a godsend for me. He was really, really a great mentor because he's been in the game for so long, but he understood the process. And he taught me, you need to create a process for yourself. I wish they would have taught us to delegate a lot more and build out a team. That was kind of talked about, but running your own show is a nightmare. You're not good at everything. You're never going to be good at it at everything. Don't kid yourself. Um, if you think you are, you're fooling yourself and understanding that you could leverage other people's unique abilities to not only grow their lives and help them out financially, mentally, aspirationally, but also yourself and your clients. It's, it's a beautiful thing when that happens. So I learned from an early age that you shouldn't do everything yourself after time. But I realized I needed guidance from the people who have been in the industry for so long, and they've been in, in the game for a reason. We're taking a quick break from our conversation to tell you about our sponsor, Restream. Restream is the go-to live streaming solution for every business. We love using it here at Proudmouth, especially because it lets us live stream to a bunch of social media channels at once. You can head over to proudmouth.com forward slash Restream to claim your exclusive offer today. All right, let's get back to the conversation. You have also hitched yourself to people outside of financial services. I mean, the fact that you've you've been on Sullivan's program and you've done all of this this PR and what do you get from that? And I want everybody, all the listeners to understand that, that I'm making this philosophical shift because Bill just really walked you through his playbook on all of the different steps that he took to gain the attention, to stop being the best kept secret. And just to rewind, he started with a hyper-focused niche, right? I cannot stress that enough. And then after he really got 
into that niche, he realized that he could use the same messages to expand. So many of you go the other way. You go with this huge, huge net on the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and you throw it out there and hope you're going to catch the fish that you want. Well, what Bill did was Bill worked with people who love sailing. Right. And that was that was the focus. That's where he went. And then from that first book spawned the other two books have now spawned the retirees who desire podcasts and all of the other speaking engagements and opportunities that he had. But it really did start with a hyper focused niche. Now you have transcended some of that. And now you are starting to work with some of the top entrepreneurs around. What are you hearing from them, Bill, in your network? What are you hearing from them? What are the things that are allowing them to be so successful, not just in marketing, but just personally? Eliminate the nonsense. And really what I mean by that, and this has happened in my life too, is it's okay to fire friends. There's a lot of people in our lives who are self-centered that only think of themselves and they're using you as a tool per se to help them. I've had a lot of people really shrink down their networks. One of the things I'm doing this month is I am not sending out any text messages to anyone unless it's like an important thing or something needs to happen for a month and to see how many people are going to message me. Like take the time to realize who's reaching out to you, who's reaching out to you to see how you're doing. How's your life going? How's business going? One of my really close friends would not even put on his Facebook last year when my book was released for a dollar because you're trying to make it a bestseller type thing. He wouldn't even share it. I'm like, why am I wasting my time with these people? And the highest level entrepreneurs and producing people, they don't have time for nonsense. So they've mitigated a lot of that. And during this, this pandemic and the COVID times, it's really allowed people to focus in on what they want to accomplish and get rid of the nonsense and the noise. You make that sound incredibly clear, because it is, and I think everybody listening is sitting there going, well, of course, I would love to eliminate the nonsense, right? But how, how do you do that, dude? That's the hard part. You need to make a conscious decision as to whom is the, who are the right people that should be in your life. And there's not very many, to be frank with you. I'm really happy with having only a couple of close friends. It goes back to what I did with the boaters. It's the same principle. Less is more. Because when you focus, whether it's having three amazing friends or five amazing friends, or you don't need every client in the world. I don't need to. I fired a lot of clients this past year and a half because they were not a right fit. And those people who you dread getting those phone calls from, Matt, that's a sign. Take note of that. The people who are sucking your energy away, when you get off the phone with them or you say, oh my gosh, get rid of them. You don't need them because the byproduct of that is you free yourself up to go out and be a hero to the right people. You free your time up. You free your energy energy up. And those two things you can't get back, ladies and gentlemen. You need to spend your time focusing on the right people. That sounds easy, but again, you have to act to get your clarity it's okay to politely say to someone, you know what? I'm going to be really busy over the, over the next six months or 12 months because I'm focusing on myself. I'm focusing on growing my business and I'm focusing on helping other people. And you know what? When those six months or 12 months are over, maybe we can reconnect. Leave it at that. Bye-bye. Move forward. 
Man, there's so many people out there who have so much clutter. And there's a comedian uh, that my wife and I love to listen to. We've probably listened to his, this is how old it is, CDs for, for many, many times. And one of the things that he he calls people's time thieves, right? It's just like, it's like they're, they're killing you with a thousand seconds of stealing part of your life. And I think that if everybody really just listened to what you said there and, and was gave themselves that gift because you can always make more money. You can always get new clients. You can always do, but the one thing that you can't get is any more time. And with that, I want to ask you my final big question of today, which is what are you doing from the rest of this year in next year? So what is Bill Bloom's plan to continue this Kaizen gradual self-improvement, business improvement, marketing improvement? What what are you doing and what is your focus going to be so that our listeners can say, you know what, that's a really good idea. I didn't think of that. Well, investing in myself, that's the really the long and short of it, Matt, is I'm in the 10 times program at Strategic Coach. That's a big investment. That's a, a huge investment. And I'm in the room with people who have $100 million companies who are just some of the most incredible entrepreneurs in the world. I'm going to join Abundance 360 as well. That's another group. That's a big investment, but at least 15% of my revenue goes back into learning, being in groups like Abundance 360, Strategic Coach, and trying to spend time with people who are way on a whole other planet than I am so that I can learn from them. And that's what my whole goals are. And that's what my podcast is for too. On Mondays, I set up a three to five minute money tip. It's really simple. doesn't take that long to do. And then on Thursdays, I'm having incredible guests on the show, like yourself, like Jeff Spencer, who was Tiger Woods coach, U2, Bono, Chris Voss. Speaking of Chris Voss, he was the head FBI negotiator, one of the top selling authors of his book, Never Split the Difference. He's on my show tomorrow. Just having some of the highest level entrepreneurs that I've met and reaching out to other people to be on my show because I want to share those stories so that people can always be learning. If you stop learning, stop growing. And that's a big problem. So the one thing I want all of you to do is figure out who can help you be a hero to the right people and always be investing in yourself. That's what I'm going to be doing from now until the rest of my life. Nice. I remember standing on stage or I was off stage about to go on stage with my old boss. And one of the things that he said was everybody needs to remember if you're not growing, you're dying. And the funny thing, Bill, is everybody took that as you have to continuously be growing your business, but he meant so much more. And he was talking about what you're talking about. You need to be growing personally. You need to be growing professionally within your craft, educating yourself, investing in yourself, investing in your spiritual awareness, in your relationships, your marriage, your kids, your boats, whatever, you need to continuously be growing in all aspects of your life because that's really what we're here for because we're never going to be able to truly reach our true potential if we don't continue to push the envelope. And being in Abundance 360 in the 10X program with Strategic Coach, I know that you are being challenged on a regular basis to be the best Bill Bloom you can be and also to be an amazing entrepreneur and be that hero to people. And you do that through financial literacy. And I personally want to thank you as well as all of our listeners know that financial 
financial literacy is not something that's taught, right? I mean, like it's not taught in schools and it's not taught in the general public. I mean, it's even hard to find classes that aren't somebody trying to shield you something to sell you some product that you probably don't need. It's super, super important for people to understand the power of money, the power of budgeting, the power of what financial literacy truly is, because that can change everybody's state in the world. I always ask this at the end, but you know, you're a fellow advisor. Is there anything like if anybody wants to reach out to you, what, what sort of stuff could you offer our audiences even more guidance to be a hero to them? Well, I'm happy to chat with all or any of the advisors who want to just have a conversation as to what's taking place. And I'd like to learn from you too. And that's the biggest thing is having an open mind to learn from other people because I don't know everything. I'm never going to know everything, but there are things that have gone really well. And there are things that really haven't worked for me too over the years. And I'm happy to share that with you as well. The best way to connect is really through email or LinkedIn. My email is bill at bloomfinancial.us. LinkedIn is Bill Bloom, R-I-C-P. And the one thing that I would really recommend you do is follow the new podcast, the Retire As You Desire podcast. I think that can give you a really good format. And I know Matt's a great human being. He could help you set up your own show, which is something I think you should do because you have your own unique message and your own unique voice. And it's only going to help you on your day-to-day -day practices for your work. I would highly encourage you to do that because I think it's part of the future. You guys have to listen to the podcast and you have to, we'll make sure everybody that there's uh, links to those in, in our, in our show notes in the podcast summary. But the, the most important thing is, is follow him on LinkedIn because first off, you'll be notified when the, the podcast comes out, but he's also posting stuff on a regular basis that will just allow you to gain greater focus, greater understanding of yourself. And it's so fascinating to meet people like Bill because they're so service focused. They're so other focused. And what you're going to find is when when you shift that focus, your marketing, your business, your podcast, your videos, your blogs, your whole everything changes because it's not about you. When you all realize that it's more important for you to stop thinking about you being the front and center and make it about everybody else, everything grows exponentially. If you are involved in any of the 10X programs, 2X programs, if you have a coach, listen to those people because that's what they're telling you. If you're other focused, you attract so much more of what you want because when you're only focused on yourself, it's such a small window into the world. But when you're focused on everything else, the world is absolutely at your disposal. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new show, show up on your listening device. And if you want to know anything else about how to podcast, please give me a holler. I'd love to be able to help you. Um, do what Bill did. Just freaking do it. <laughs> Just absolutely do it. So for Bill and all of us here at Proudmouth, I want to say thank you for listening. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.